Hi, my name is Ari Sussman. I'm the executive chairman of Collective Mining. Collective is a exploration company focused on making large-scale large -scale discoveries in Colombia. Currently, we're drilling a project called Guayabalas in a fantastic region of the country that is pro-mining, and we're uh, focused on uh, what we're drilling are some wonderful intercepts of gold, silver, and most importantly, copper. Always copper. How are you doing, Ari? I'm well. How are you? I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. A bit busy and retiring because it's relentless. We're at it from, you know, what do you know? You must be stacked with meetings. Full. Full. Who are you meeting? What sort of meetings do you, do you want to have? Interesting, con interesting conference. So, you know, if you're a contrarian like I am, there's a bullish sign out of this. There's very little buy side here. Yeah. It's full of corporates, companies like ourselves, and, and more debt style or private equity style lenders to the, to the industry. Very few buy side funds that reminds me of these conferences in 2015 yeah. and maybe we're at that same place now of September 15th and next year might be interesting. Okay, well, tell, tell the audience what you think it means. What, what should it mean to them? Well, it, look, it's very simple. Buy when they cry and sell when they yell and, and they are crying. There is no interest in, in the mining space right now. It's a curious market because, you know, I'm in gold, I'm in copper and silver and the prices of the commodities are actually good. If you're a producer, you're making quite a bit of money right now. I mean, your balance sheet's strong, but the equities have been in a bear market since 2012, yeah. okay? And if you look back over the past century, the bear market and the equities tend to last about a decade. So we're really at the tail end of that disconnect between commodity prices and the equities. And I, and I strongly believe there's going to be a big move coming. What the catalyst is going to be, I don't know. Nobody does, but... Yeah. You know, we see what's going on in the world. Rates are, are rising at, a, at almost an exponential rate in most countries, and something's going to break again. Mm. And whatever it is, it will be, and, and eventually we'll reverse course. Uh, the panic will set in, rates will come down, and I think we'll see, especially the precious metals, really have a nice move. Yeah, basically, EBC, so European Central Bank this morning put up the rates. Again, we thought we had reached the end of it, but oh no. I suspect they fed. We'll do the same. Follow suit. Right. Okay. So we're nearly there, but not quite there. But when, if we can get to the point where we have no more rises, your expectation is the gold will follow its historical path and react positively. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to hit a recession. We're over. We're way overdue for one on a historic nature. Um, it will fall initially, like it always does. Go. You know, liquidity becomes the key for anyone in the world. So they sell what's liquid, and gold will go down for a period of time. But if you look at past recessions, it's the first thing to turn. And when it turns, it turns very hard and very fast. And I think we're gonna see something similar. Do you think we should have done this soon? I mean, this all this soft landing business, perhaps delayed the inevitable, right? Tell me the last soft landing. I guess, I mean, you could argue COVID, the 2020 was, but they had to print trillions to do it. That's not going to happen again. So there is no such thing as a soft landing. I agree with you, unfortunately. Right, well, let's talk about things slightly more positive. Your share price. What have you done? <laughs> because that's the only chart I've seen looking like that. So what are you doing right that others aren't? It's not us. I wish I could take credit for it, but Mother Nature did it to us. And we, we've, we've stumbled upon a, a wonderful discovery. It's, it's a, a porphyry system, and it's a combination of, of bulk long intercepts and unusually high grade for porphyry. You know, what Mother Nature has done here, instead of there just being porphyry mineralization, Mother Nature overprinted the porphyry mineralization with late stage high grade porphyry veins. These are gold, silver with a little bit of lead zinc veins. And that soup mix, so to speak, or salad bowl 
has yielded high grade. So we're drilling bulk tonnage intercepts from surface mm. at high grade. And that's what's, that's what's driving but you've the had, I know you've done this before, but you've, you've had to do it again. And people come in here quite often talking to me about being quite near to a porphyry somewhere out there in the Bar Hills, but never quite managing to hit, hit. So tell us a little bit about a secret source in terms of you know, targeting and you know, drill modeling. Smartest minds in the game. That's, that's, how, that's my success. I'm just a guy that can hopefully raise money on the back of some success. Um, I, I employ or use consultants that are the smartest in the world at this stuff. Yeah. And we put a lot of thought into it and, and we're rigorous and we say no. We don't fall in love with things unless we're really sure. Yeah. And so that's been the plan in our Guayabalas project. I mean, it was a, a, a long process to get it to the drill ready stage. And we put a bunch of targets that, that, that all had check marks instead of X's. And we've systematically been drilling them. We've tested five. You know, we've made discovery on four or five, one miss, so we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. um, Apollo's being the biggest one of, of the five so far. But we're currently testing two new targets right now for the very first time. So we're excited. But how does this game play out? Because I, I love the headlines. 500 meters at two point whatever, grams, nice. Uh, I, and everything is similar to that, sounding to that. But what, what's the game in terms of moving through the phases here because the market has been tough. You're talking about a 10-year bull market. Um, the last three have been particularly tough on equities uh, for, for, for sure uh, with inflation sort of hitting those margins for the producers. So it is on a price, but also affecting margins. Um, how do you play this game in this market? Some people will drill, 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 and some will go, well, we need to get some revenue here. So how are you phasing all of it? We're fortunately decently funded. We don't need money anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So we're going to drill, drill, drill. I mean, when you have a tiger by the tail, you have to you have to really go for it. Mm -hmm. You know, if the market was in a different part than it is today and it was really robust, I would add more rigs. We're at right. five. I would I would happily go to eight or ten okay. right now. So that's the conservatism based on on the sentiment. We don't want. We've got twenty three million dollars U.S. in cash, and we have um, about six million in warrants that are well in the money. Uh -huh. We've got a year and a half of 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 your almost two years of current burn rate. Right. I wouldn't want to double it right now without more right. capital. Okay, as at current burn rates, right? So, but you've got the optionality around how you deploy and how many uh, old drills. We could shrink if we really had right. to. That's right, that's where I'm going with this way. Can you, CEOs love to come on here and tell me what they're like, you know, compare us to a foster if I hear that phrase again. It's like, how, how do you frame what you are? So uh, give us uh, investors a sense of what they're investing into. So look, in my career, you know, mining is a terrible business. Mm. Um, I, you know, I, I am crazy to be in it. You're probably even a little bit crazy to interview it because your chances of success are about one in a thousand to make a grassroots discovery and then take and become a mine. Okay, so that's not a good business model to be in. However, mm. you know, with like any business, if you have the right skill set and the right people, it tends to happen more than once. Okay, I know what we have. We have what's going to be a mine. Okay, I don't have a feasibility or a resource or anything yet to confirm that, but you know when you have a mine, when you drill, and the more you drill, the surprises are positive. That is the telltale of what a mine looks like. Most of the time you drill, and the more you drill, it gets worse. This one gets better, and so you have to go hard when you find one of these. But you can't, okay, you said with the, the, the risk return, um, perfect, you know, I'm more mad than you think I bought a copper mine since we last spoke, so yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, is, is, You've got to be cognizant, not just in terms of the control of the money, but what the data starts telling you. So it's great now, and but all oil empires fall, right? So the, the results may change, and then that will change your decision-making 
presumably along the way, right? Yeah. So look, once we stop growing, whenever that might be, hopefully it never is, Yeah. Um, we'll start to infill and go to the next stage, which would be a resource estimate. And then obviously the related studies that would follow after. That's when you know, when you found the margins, you stop okay. and, you, and you infill. Right. Oh, right. But the, the, there's nothing in the market then because you've got the cash that scares you of things. No. no. Right. No, I, we've, got, we've got to look, you know, if the picture for gold was, was vastly different in terms of its fundamentals, I might be worried, but man, I mean, though the central banks are just hoovering this stuff up every month, Yeah. right? It, there's a bid under the market. It's why it doesn't go down in the face of real rates, you know, be going positive from being negative and things that generally affected gold's holding up very well. So, right. you know, I think we, I think it's biding its time till the economy rules and then it's going to really turn up when it has other fundamentals in its favor not just buyers right okay well yeah they've been buying bigger than they've been buying in years for sure that um tell me tell me the breakdown in terms of the the gold silver copper ratio yeah. so we are primarily gold deposit it's right. about 50 percent gold right 25 percent silver 25 percent copper okay that's typically what you see in our intervals it's and the reason it is that is because of the vein overprint if we didn't have the veins the gold grade and the porphyry would be only typical, like 0.2 to 0.3 of a gram. Mm -hmm. But we're running, you know, a gram, two grams of gold in many holes over long, long mm -hmm. intervals. Right. Okay. And given you've got all this money, why are you even here? Well, because there's, because just like, I mean, I, our share price hasn't gone down as much everyone, but we don't have enough liquidity. So if we can get to more people and, and share our story, we can hopefully make the money and it will snowball higher. Right. And it gives that, um, that, profile, that register profile. How many institutional real retail? Oh, it's a tough one this year. I mean, if you're a, if you're a contrarian like I am, that's very bullish. But very few uh, buy side institutions here. It's uh, littered with corporates, mm. um, people who want to lend debt or streams and those kind of instruments. So always useful to know who's here at the zoo. I guess yeah, it's I, very few buy side. It's and very little Europe. You know, maybe less than five funds out of the United States and. Yeah. A handful of Canadian. Okay. And so, so what I want to be clear with my questioning, uh, your share register looks like what? My share register is uh, in, in management and insiders on about 45%. Okay. And then we have two large institutions that are maybe a combined 17%. You know, one's Canadian, one, one one's domiciled in London. Right. Okay. Um, so you, and so this, I'd forgotten that you guys had such a big share and insider shareholding. Um, just for now, not much you can do about that because you're not raising any money. <laughs> so, but are you cognizant of that may not be the right balance or mix going down the line when you do start to raise money? So look, we need to increase our liquidity and, and that will be the point going forward. But we, we are hopeful that we'll be able to demonstrate growth and raise that liquidity profile with financing next year or the year after at a better price. Well, okay. Well, like people looking into you, obviously things are going well. Um, not fully valued yet, you'd argue, I'm sure. Well, I mean, you know, this is this is the, the, the million dollar question, but yeah, I mean, we sold our last company for almost $2 billion. I think this is going to be bigger and better, you know, ultimately, you know, how much dilution do we take on the way to get there? But, you know, we've got a tight structure. So I, we have, our market cap's two, around 275 million US right now. It's got a long way to go. Okay. But like I say, be interesting when we find out what the Fed's doing, be interesting when we see what gold price starts doing as a result of that, be interesting you've got 18 months of, of cash. Uh, to, ahead of you. Let's see what you can do. Still a great story. Love it. Good chatting. Thank you, you very much. Appreciate it.